The Film Guide with Sam and Chris. Part of the St. Albans podcast with Danny Smith. Happy Bi Visibility Day, everyone. So, of course, you've come to your favourite film podcast to celebrate. It is the St. Albans podcast. Uh, it's me, local film fan Chris Aikman, and, of course, the good doctor with your doctor in cinema history, Samantha Rolfe. Hello. I would like to continuously correct you. <laughs> and it's not cinema remind- history. Yes, remind the listener Film that theory? no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I mean, cinematography or no, no, not unless you include taking pictures of microbes. I do not. Oh, not even the little films. Mm. Okay, so you're not a real doctor, then, Sam. Uh, is what you're saying? So, as Captain Holt would say. <laughs> okay, no, you're a doctor of planetary science. We get it. We get it. You're super smart. Okay, you're the one who keeps bringing it up. I, <laughs> stop, at no stop point, rubbing it in our faces, Sam. All right. At no point, we get have it. I you're raised better this. than us. Sure. Okay. Now, just to move on to get past your bloated ego. Uh, part one is where we discuss what is new to cinemas this week. Today being Friday, the twenty third of September. Uh, so, what is the big new release in the cinema today? Well, we have got a Florence Pugh epic, which is what we like. All... A, we like a Florence Pugh epic. Anytime Florence Pugh is going to be anything, it will always be an epic. In a movie called "Don't Worry, Darling," okay. and this is starring like a couple of other people, I guess, um, <laughs> as well. <laughs> Harry Styles crossing the boundaries. Exciting for he's him. Been, he's I don't been know. in a few things now, and he's got a couple of other things coming up. So, okay, he's making okay. the transition. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. This is the thing. Like, oh, he's transitioning into the film industry. It's like, well, people can do more than one thing. It's fine. You know, Robert Hooke was a celebrated polymath. Okay. Are you are you about to, in the next sentence, diss <laughs> Isaac Newton? Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Newton could do one. <laughs> <laughs> he was a horrible person. He straight up, like, ordered people to be murdered. It was disgusting. Uh, Just yeah. normally when you bring up Robert Hooke, uh, Newton dissing is not far behind. Because mm. well, Sam yes. regularly brings up Robert Hooke in our conversations. It's quite tiresome at this point. But he was a celebrated partly math, right? He did everything. He did microscopy. He did physics stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think we I, I started making a list and realized I didn't forgot know. <laughs> So we're getting slightly off topic here. What is what is Don't Worry Darling about? I would like to make my, my finish my point. Okay, sure. Just briefly. Sure. If, you know, in life, it's like, oh, jack of all trades, that's a terrible thing. And then it's like in death, oh, they were wonderful at everything. They could do all these amazing things, all the skills they had. And it's like, well, which is it? What do you want from me? Do you want me to have a wide range of skills or no? I don't, I can't understand. Anyway. So yeah, what so... you're saying is we should celebrate Harry Styles before he's dead. Sure. It's okay. one of the things, I guess. One of them. And also Chris Pine is also in it. The best Chris? Question that mark? is a different question. That is a different podcast, Chris. We do not have time. <laughs> I've already spoken a lot about Robert Hooke. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go into who's the best out of Chris Pine, Pratt, Evans, or Hemsworth. Yes, I'm sure there's a few others. Aikman. So yes, this is a movie called Don't Worry, Darling. It's directed by Olivia Wilde, who also relatively recently, I guess, I mean, it could have been 10 years ago by now, who knows, with the pandemic, uh, Booksmart. Yes, one, one, of, 
I, it was a few years ago. Pre-pandemic? It was pre-pandemic. Mm. It, that, that's one of my favourite films of the last few years that I've seen. I thoroughly loved it when when I watched it. Yeah. So, yeah, if you've not seen that, also would recommend. Uh, but, yeah, this, this is about a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community, but begins to worry that her husband's glamorous company could be hiding disturbing secrets. Disturbing. And honestly, disturbing. <laughs> I don't know why I said like that, but I did, and I'm sticking by it. Disturbing. And honestly, when when aren't companies hiding disturbing secrets? Yeah. Really? Uh, especially in the 1950s, please. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we watched the trailer, didn't we? We did. And Danny and I spoke extensively, extensively about trailers uh, a couple of weeks back. And yeah, it's, I am always in two minds about watching them. So I think, oh, well, I don't want anything sort of a little bit spoiled. But then now I don't have any memory of it. So it's fine. <laughs> but that's just me. You yeah, have a I, much better memory for these things. I th- yeah, I think we have a very different approach to these things. You're, you're a lot more happy, I think, to just sort of go with a film that has some people in it you like or is directed by someone you like or... You know, you don't need to see any evidence of it to be interested no. in it. Whereas no. I, I like to sort of see what's coming out and have a sort of bit of a taste, and then that sometimes helps. But then sometimes it is nice to just go into a film entirely mm. without any preconceptions. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. So obviously we haven't seen this. It is only out in cinemas today. But from the trailer, it looked like it could have some twists and turns, which could be quite interesting. So yeah, don't worry, darling. Well, there you go. That is out uh, today, the twenty third of September. In the year of our Lord, 2022. So, uh, moving on next, we're going to see what is new on streaming. Right, first up on streaming, we've got something new on Apple TV+. Plus. What is it, Sam? It is called Sydney, and this is a documentary based on the life of Sydney Poitier, uh, an iconic actor and filmmaker and activist, of course, at the centre of Hollywood and the civil rights movement. It's produced by Oprah Winfrey and has some candid interviews with various people, including Denzel Washington and Halle Berry, to name but a few. Yeah, Sydney Poitier passed away, um, I believe, last year, and he was... He, yeah, like well, like you said, an iconic actor, sort of someone that like led the way. He was, he was, of course, the first black actor to win uh, the Best Actor Oscar, and he was just sort of yeah, a leading, a leading not only black actor but just actor generally, one of the sort of biggest stars of the nineteen sixties and seventies, and uh, and damn handsome as well. He was an attractive man. Uh, so yeah, this is, it looks like a very interesting documentary. Yeah, I thought I'd uh, include it in the list here, even though we tend to talk about, you know, movies with a, that, you know, fictional rather than based in, you know, documentaries. But sometimes there are interesting ones. And if you've got Apple TV Plus, then it might be one to watch. Yeah, definitely add that to our watch list. So what do we have on Netflix? Well, yes, of course, uh, we are have a, a few things out on Netflix. Yeah, I think... Recently, we were sort of saying, oh, there's not that much out on streaming. And now there's a bunch of stuff out. So I think perhaps it's sort of, it's summer, you know, people are away. They're not going to put out as much stuff. Um, There's a few more like kids bits in there for the summer holidays and that. But 
now that people are inside again for the cold evenings and such, perhaps as you know, TV k- kicks up a notch as well with um, various you know cooking competitions and dancing and stuff. So yeah, I think we'll see a few more things coming out. So on Netflix, we have a movie called Lou, L-O-U, and this is, well, a thriller, so I'm assuming it has spies, but perhaps not. <laughs> um, I will keep making this reference, I don't care. It's it's fun. Uh, yeah, so the logline is, a storm rages, a young girl is kidnapped, her mother teams up with a mysterious woman next door to pursue the kidnapper, and it's a journey that tests their limits and exposes shocking secrets from their pasts now having again watched the trailer for this it it looks like it sort of could be an interesting thriller uh but the there's one main reason we're drawn to this isn't there sam well yeah of course cj it's got cj cj craig herself alison janney that's right uh she is the mysterious woman next door with a, a dark past yeah and it's I mean, it looks like she's sort of very, can like really handle herself, you know, she's kicking she's butt kicking, and kicking take, butt. taking names. And so, yeah, to see, like, I think we're starting to see, finally, gosh, we're starting to finally see, like, strong women, regardless of age, being, like, shown in these kind of roles where they can do action. Women can do action. It's amazing. It's almost as if they're a human person. And it just looks like a, a fun, I don't know, maybe not fun. I was but... going to say fun is a strong word for what it looks. <laughs> it looks like a jaunt. No, wait. <laughs> it looks thrilling. It's it's a thriller. It has spies in it. Okay. So, yeah, I think we'll we'll put this. This is on the watch list already. Cool. And uh, what else can we uh, find on streaming? Uh, well, also out today, there's a couple of other movies called Athena and A Jazz Man's Blues. Uh, so there's a couple there as well. Uh, so for Athena, it's uh, hours after the tragic death of their youngest brother in unexplained circumstances. Three siblings have their lives thrown into chaos. So I think this was a French movie. Yes, it was. I remember the French flag in the trailer now. Um, and uh, yeah, it was kind of them trying to figure out what happened and some rioting or similar on the streets of France. And uh, then, yeah, Jasmine's Blues, a sweeping tale of forbidden love. A Jasmine's Blues unspools 40 years of secrets and lies, soundtracked by Duke Joint Blues in the Deep South. So, yeah, a couple of other things out today, um, if you're interested in those. But yes, the, the next big release on Netflix is actually out on Wednesday, the 28th of September. And what is that, Sam? It is called Blonde. Uh, so, like, the hair colour. Thank you. Is there any other kind? <laughs> I don't think so. That's pretty much it. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I guess I always think it's two different words with E and without an E, but I think that's just French and English. Yeah. I think it's just a spelling thing. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Blonde boldly reimagines the life of Marilyn Monroe, exploring the split between her public and private selves. Yes, this is uh, Andrew Dominic's latest film, and cast as Marilyn Monroe, who is arguably the most iconic film star of all time. Quite, yeah. Despite Quite her, her relatively short career. Mm. Um, 
She she is played by Anna de Armas, who is a fantastic actor, who was in Knives Out. She's the lead in Knives Out. She was also the best thing in, or one of the best things in the most recent Bond film, No Time to Die. So much so that actually she's only in No Time to Die for about 10 minutes, and she absolutely steals the show. And you're like, but Anna de Armas, come back. <laughs> come back no come, come back we don't want to listen to Remy Malik be the worst Bond bad guy in years no um, yes so it was quite interesting actually uh, casting decision because Anna de Armas is uh, Cuban for one she has quite a you know a pronounced Cuban accent and it, it'd be interesting to see sort of do they lean into that in, in Blonde the film or um Sort of trying from the trailer, it sounds like she's going for sort of Monroe's quite famous sort of breathy voice. She had sort of light breathy voice, but it seems like mm. an interesting film. Yeah, I think, and we definitely, I say definitely, we probably <laughs> spoke about this on the pod a few months back now. I don't know if you remember, there was a Netflix, I want to say documentary, but it, it's one. It's these like true crime. Oh, the lost tapes of X Y Z. Oh yes, yes, yes. And there was one for Marilyn Monroe, and yeah, like people trying to find conspiracy where maybe maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But yeah, so I think Marilyn Monroe, obviously, like in a way, her whole life. You know, what are the facts these days? Like, what? Where does the line between fact and fiction really? Where is that drawn? Um, because of yeah, sort of all the sort of confusion around what it is. Sh- it should be said that this is based on a novel by okay. Joyce Carol Oates. So yeah, it it is it is like a a reimagining of her life. So it shouldn't be taken as as a, like a documentary or a biopic. Yeah, it's not that film. Okay, well. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's probably important to remember then. In that case, but yeah. So that that's out on Wednesday, the twenty eighth of September. Wonderful. So next up, we will discuss Sam's Friday Fright Night. <clears throat> Sorry, just had a little frog in my throat there just before we went into the break. Yeah. So what I was saying was uh, now we're discussing Sam's Friday Fright Night. And uh, it's a bit of a while since we've discussed a horror movie. Um, hey, don't highlight it. Sorry, it's we talk about it all the time on the pod. Mm. Mm, yeah, haven't missed any at all. Mm-mm. So you know, let's talk about the most recent horror movie we've uh, seen, which is a bit of a different horror movie um, to a lot of the ones we've discussed on the pod before, and that is a ghost waits. Yeah, that's right. It's almost more of a comedy romance than it is a horror. Yes. But it is yeah. certainly in a horror setting for sure. So um, this, yeah, like I just want to say straight off that it was a really cute movie. <laughs> yes, it is. It It's very cute. First of all, I should say that I believe it's currently available on Shudder, should anyone uh, want to actually watch it. It is an incredibly low-budget film, you can tell. And 
it's shot in one house, and then there's an extra location of a office of some kind, <laughs> and it's primarily stars just two people, McLeod Andrews and Natalie Walker, and yeah, like you said, like the way you described it as cute is pretty perfect for this. I think we can get into spoilers if you're if you're. Yeah, I, I, just skip five minutes ahead if you don't want to hear any uh, too much spoiler stuff. Sure. But they, yeah, they sort of take they take all the the haunting, scary haunting stuff of of horror movies and like sort of try and flip it on its head a little bit. So like the kind of opening scene where a family has moved into this home and they have this kind of almost like a montage of various people over the years who have moved into this house and then are being scared out by the ghost. And I don't know, does it break the fourth wall a little bit or not? Where she, the ghost um, kind of like is doing her kind of ghosty scream to scare everyone. And then once they've like run out the door and the door slam behind them as they like hightail it out of there, she kind of like brush like, floofs her hair and like makes it neat again kind of thing. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah, I don't think it's sort of breaking the fourth wall, but yes, it's like she's I done remember her job. She like looks into her camera or what, but No, I don't believe she looks into the camera, but she so her name is yeah, her name is Muriel and her job is to basically protect the house. It's her house, she's been given it. And her duty is to get scare people out of it. So when Jack turns up to sent by the landlord to work out what's wrong with the house and why people keep running away from it, essentially. She starts trying to scare him out and starts very small with literally like sort of doors creeping open and stuff like that <laughs> nearby or like the cupboard, the k- kitchen cupboards and kitchen cupboards or, or like, um, a, like a rocking chair outside, just rocking on its own. But a lot of it, he doesn't even notice. And then he sort of like starts having weird dreams, but then like reacting, he reacts pretty normally to it. And so she starts ramping up her scares and mm-hmm. um, he, he he is scared by it, but actually he's almost, if anything, more interested by the whole thing. Yeah, and irritated because he's trying to do his job. He's trying to do his job. He's got a job to do. Yeah. It sort of reminded me a bit with with the, the things about doors opening and stuff of um, a film we both enjoyed, which was Housebound, mm. uh, starring Morgana O'Reilly from from Neighbours, as yeah. uh, she she played uh, Naomi Canning. She did, and Housebound is about a woman who is sentenced to house arrest, but the house is potentially haunted. And there's several really good scenes where, like, start, scary, like, classic horror movie scary stuff is happening around her. But she's a woman that doesn't take any of that. So she just kind of, like, it's like there's a door that creeps open behind her and she shuts it. And then there's, like, it creeps open again. So she just takes it off its hinges. <laughs> it's like, nope, not nope, today. <laughs> not, nope, not dealing with this. Not having any of this. Um, so it sort of reminded me about uh, a bit like that. Yes. I would love to know what the actual budget of this film was. 
because it's at most tens of thousands. And that's to pay for the crew, a location, your actors, you know, a camera or two, and other equipment and things like that. And, yeah, a minuscule. A subscription to uh, a well-known editing <laughs> exactly. software. And... Um, but it sort of shows what you can do if you have, you know, just if you have talented actors, like the, the two leads are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a fun script. You've got some good ideas. They shot it in black and white, which instantly makes things look classier, but also hides a lot of stuff. Yeah. So it's like it's a, it's a fun, I think, running joke that Muriel, whenever she appears, is lit from below. That's just how ghosts appear. Yes. With a spotlight under them. Like wherever she is. Even if he's like in the same scene next to her and he's like got nothing, but she's got a spotlight. It's, yeah, it's... that's what ghosts look like. Exactly. It's what ghosts look like. No, it's yeah. really clever because obviously, you know, you could try and do an effect where she's like semi-transparent or whatever, but that's extra editing. That's extra post-production. Yeah. So, yeah, just... Give her, yeah, give her a practical way, or not her, the actor, but like give the production a practical way of highlighting this person is a ghost and this person is alive. And instantly, you know, you know, I mean, from a lot of other context clues, you know, she's the <laughs> ghost, but like, you do. It's, it's that sort of, you know, the visual. I'm trying to think of other examples. I suppose it's kind of like what we were talking about. Um, when we we're talking about Little Women, where the um, the past is like coloured orange, the color you know the colouring is orange, and then the present is the the more blue colour. Like it's that visual clue that is so simple and yet provides so much without you having to even really think about yeah. it. Like you don't even necessarily notice it after a while. So, but you you sort of subconsciously recognise so. Yeah, just like really simple effects like that, not expensive to include, just sort of gives it a lovely little bit of a charm and yeah, really, yeah, cute, cute story uh, with sort of horror tropes, but the romantic comedy aspects as well. Just, just what people want to hear when they're looking for a nice horror movie to watch on a Friday night. It's cute. It's cute and fun. Sometimes horror can be cute. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, so, like I said, that is uh, a Ghost Waits, and it is streaming on Shudder. If you have a subscription to Shudder, it is available there. And next up, we will look at Sam's picks of free to air television films. Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over 10 years. Join me and host Danny Smith for St. Albans Podcast a weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. Right, Sam, starting 
tomorrow, Saturday, 24th of September, you've got a double bill of films. What do we have? That's right. We have got 2000s, can you believe it? 22 years ago, Shanghai Noon. Starring the legendary Jackie Chan and the almost as legendary Owen Wilson. Almost. It's pretty close, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, this is on at 4.35pm on Great Movies. Yeah, it's a it's it's a comedy, action, martial arts. Western. Western. And it kind of, yeah, it kind of like meets those two genres, doesn't it? It does. Uh, it's... It's Jackie Chan being, you know, his usual best when he's sort of kind of fish out of water, sort of awkward. You know, he he's in the Wild West. He meets up with Owen Wilson's charming cowboy, and they end up sort of working together. And uh, it's got a lot of slapstick martial arts and Jackie Chan being Jackie Chan, doing what he does. Yeah, and then following that straight away on the same channel, great movies at six fifty PM. It's Shanghai Nights. So you don't even have to change the channel; you just have to wait a few minutes between the films, and you then get the sequel straight away. This time set in London. There you go. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait three years as we did back then for the no. sequel. No, the worst three years of our lives. Just three minutes, I'm sure, of sofa adverts and. Maybe a credit card, and I don't know what else they have. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so then we follow up with on Sunday, 25th September. Ooh, it's John Woo's classic action film, Face Off, for the very understated performances, I seem to remember. Mm. Just very subtle. Just really. Very subtle. Yeah. Yeah, very low key. Like everything is very in the very minute movements of the actors. All very, yeah, like understated for sure. It is Nick Cage. Yep. And. <laughs> oh, come on, Sam, you can do it. The guy from Greece. Yep. Why don't I know his name? <laughs> no, we'll just go with the guy from Greece. Cool. Yeah. And they, for whatever reason, I've forgotten why, but it's, a, it's important, I'm sure. They have to swap faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. That's, that's, no, that's pretty much it. Don't even try to explain it even further. Okay. It's, um, yeah, that's all That's all it is. For some reason, they have to swap faces. Uh, so that's Face Off, 1997, 10.25pm uh, on ITV4. Uh, watch it if you want to find out why they have to swap faces. Monday, 26th of September, uh, at 9pm on Legend. I feel that's how you have to say that channel. Mm. Uh, you got John Carpenter's Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah, I don't know that Legend, either there's just never been movies that I've picked, but I don't recall this as a channel, so it might be a new It might be a new channel. It might be one of those channels, though, that have been, like, renamed. Of course. Oh, you yeah. Know that happens, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure which it's replacing, but, yes, Assault on Precinct 13 um, a siege movie, mm. and I—I I mean, I don't think this is a spoiler, but having seen this, and I was expecting it to be set like really specifically in Precinct Thirteen. 
Yes, and they don't mention it. (laughs) The title is a misnomer. They specifically, it's it's mentioned though several times. There is a it is a police precinct. It's not precinct thirteen. No, they actually give it another name. Yeah, I think precinct thirteen just sounds edgy though, because like thirteen, it's unlucky for some and all that. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Um, So if you're going into the movie expecting. Like a really specific assault on a very specific precinct. <laughs> then you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be just really upset. But you know, as siege movies go, it um it was stressful, <laughs> um, but not but like still an enjoyable film and like all the act you know you were there in the action with them and. Yeah, I would. I would recommend it. I, I've, I've, according to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. although the film's title is Assault on Precinct Thirteen, the action mainly takes place in a police station referred to as Precinct Nine, Division Thirteen, by Bishop Staff Sergeant over the radio. The film's distributor was responsible for the misnomer. Carpenter originally called the film the Anderson Alamo before briefly titled, changed the title to The Siege to shop to distributors. Film was acquired by Erwin Yablans. Uh, during post production, however, the director distributor rejected Carpenter's title in favour of the film's present name. The moniker Precinct 13 was used to give the new title a more ominous tone. Yeah, I told you. It is ominous. 13 is ominous for no apparent reason. Mm. Like- the film was released in Germany under the title Assault Attack at Night or Assault Anschlag by Nacht. Ooh. If you want to... I mean, yeah, the germ... It, whatever it was... It could have been called Love and Puppies and it still would have sounded pretty <laughs> angry, so... Threatening, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, uh, I love a Siege movie. I love a Jack Hopper movie. It merges the two pretty well together. So Assault and Precinct 13, 9pm on Legend. Also on Legend on Tuesday 27th, one of your favourite films... Uh, at 9 p.m., we've got Legion. Yes, that's right. And, um, I mean, spoiler alert for the next few minutes, this is the last pick on free to air television uh, of, of, of my choices. Um, but that's mainly because, again, having mentioned earlier, there's a lot more TV happening at the moment, and also two channels on Freeview dedicated entirely to Christmas films. So. <laughs> There wasn't much choice, honestly. Um, I'm going to go back to my usual complaint, apparently, of not having much choice. Yeah. I mean, it always seems, it does seem genuinely that whenever it's your turn, there's not a huge amount to pick from. And then when it's my turn, I'm like, yes, uh, Little Women, and then this, and then, you know, The Thing, and all these amazing Mm -hmm. films. And I get an entire week of them. Yeah. So I don't know what it is about the end of the month. Because I would have thought, you know, people have less money at the end of the month. They might be staying in more. They might need a bit more option <laughs> to watch on TV. But yeah. But yes, if you're interested in Christmas films, I'm not going to recommend any because it's September. But <laughs> yeah, yes, you've got Great Movies Christmas and Sony Movies Christmas channels on on Freeview uh, yep. available to you if that's if that's your thing. But yes, um, and, and this does link back to Christmas because Legion is about the Archangel Michael. Sure, I'm not yeah. sure how much of involvement he had with in Jesus's birth or upbringing or death or. 
I mean, Gabriel appears as well. Yes, so. of course. Yeah, so you know he was there. I think at some point it uses. You know, it's, it's inspired it uses, by. It, yeah, inspired by those those characters in in the in the Bible and sort of a. I don't know if it's post-apocalyptic, but um, what's the word? What's the other one where like Blade Runner and that dystopian dystopian where you've got a a child that needs protecting from a mob, um, and Michael is there to do so yeah and it's i mean it's kind of a siege movie in itself in that way isn't it i suppose it does have a siege aspect to it but yeah i i like it when i well i like it when people make up new ideas honestly and create movies that are interesting and different but also it is fun when people take sort of very well-known characters and stories and like flip them on their head and do do interesting things with them as well yeah and so i think that's part of what draws me to this film um is that is that sort of using though that that those stories and chain and putting them into modern time or doing other interesting things with those stories so would recommend this film if you've not seen it wonderful and uh so that is it for the Sullivan's film guide for this week. So, just a quick reminder: on Saturday you got Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights on great movies. Sunday you got Face Off on ITV4. Uh, Monday Assault on Precinct 13, and on Tuesday, 27th September, Legion on nine at 9 p.m. on Legend. Well, thank you very much, Sam, for your picks and uh, discussing films this week. So as it is a five Friday month, you've got uh, the young um, and, dare I say, devilishly handsome uh, Max um, taking you through his uh, picks of films uh, next week. Um, We will see you again uh, at some point in the future. I say see. You will listen to us at some point in the future. And um, we look forward to uh, talking to you soon and hope you have a wonderful day. Agreed. I wish you the best day. Take care and speak to you soon. Bye-bye.